0: Peace, love and blessings podcast where we're here to educate, motivate and inspire
1: you to do better in every aspect of your life. I'm your host, David Ross. And I'm Dr. Nicole Ross. Now let's jump into the show. This episode of Peace, Love and Blessings podcast is sponsored by PLBinspires.com. Check out PLBinspires.com for all the latest inspirational apparel and more. Visit PLBinspires.com today. Great day, everyone. Great day. We are happy to be back. Peace, love, and blessings. We are here. We're here. Yes. Hey, hey. hey. So today we got a really interesting, fun topic that we're going to talk about. Why don't you tell the people what we're talking about?
0: Well, since last time we had our daughter on, we thought that it would be a great segue to actually talk about parenthood on this episode. And the big thing for it is these kids don't come with a blueprint. At all. Like, <laughs> straight facts. At all. So you get what you get. Yeah. <laughs> and then learning, trying to learn how to navigate helping them through life at the same time keeping your sanity. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a bad thing, though, you know, because I will say that, and this is what I tell any any new parent. I'm like, just be ready for your whole life to change. Because that has been my testimony as a mother, is that having my daughters has literally changed my life. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like it's I can't even imagine right now life without them. I don't even remember, you know. So it's a it's a it's a it is a challenge, no, no doubt about that. But it's also like the greatest blessing.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like you just said, and I'm gonna put a I'm, I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a pause on one of the pieces because I want to go back to it because it's mm-hmm. like I can't imagine my life without them. Yeah, um, and we'll talk about that later because okay. it's gonna be a point where they're not gonna be here anymore.
1: I mean, and I'm not saying them not. I'm not necessarily talking about them living directly in the house, but we'll come back to it. Go ahead, absolutely.
0: <laughs> but but to be very honest with you, um, having having. Kids is really a life changing event. Understanding that you have a a life force that depends completely on you. Oh yeah. You know, and those pieces, those those situations really challenge your your mental fortitude. Challenge your physical fortitude when the baby is waking up at three and four o'clock, mm-hmm. and it also. At some point, should give you an appreciation of stages of life,
1: yeah, it should it should, you know, thinking about parenthood, just being honest, initially, you always feel like you want to do things differently than your parents did for you, Yes, you're always like, well, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do that, you know, and then you, as you become a parent and your child gets older, you kind of begin to understand and realize why your parents did the things that they did. Or you could go wrong by focusing too much on trying, trying not to be like them. Ooh. and it's like you know what? Yeah, there's a lot that can be learned about maybe your childhood, the way you were brought up. But you gotta, you, you're, you gotta make sure that, as you just said, every child is different. So you can't put your childhood experiences on your child
0: on them. Yeah, yes. you can't the, put it on that's them. rich. That's rich because you you want you want to take the good from your childhood. Right. And I'm just speaking for me. I want to take the good stuff that that happened well from our childhood and push it all into them. And then the things that didn't go so well, I want to learn from those mistakes and I want to create something different. Not even thinking that what I'm creating might not be the best for might the kids. Might not be either. what's best for them.
1: <laughs> and, you know, and that's, it's, it's, that is it. Like, we got to understand that because we focusing on us still and what yeah. we went through and how we wanted it to be different. But it's like, wait a minute, that might not be what's best for your child. And we have to be willing to kind of step back. Here, I'll say for me personally, probably within the past year, really m- more so the past maybe six months, I've stepped back and just said, wait a minute, my focus has been off. I've been trying so hard for my child to not have certain things that I had to go through or to have a different experience than I had. But it's like I need to understand that not only are they different, but the day and age, this time, this century is different. So I got to deal with them on a different way than I would have maybe wanted. My parents have dealt with me. And so you have to make sure that, you know, we are putting our kids, having the right perspective pertaining to when we're raising our children, children right now and, you know, in this day and age, because things are totally different from when we were kids.
0: I, I agree with that. I, I really do. I have I have a question, though. As far as those things, like you said, um, it's a different age. It is. And how we deal with our kids Do you think that a lot of parents deal with parenthood from a selfish point of view?
1: Absolutely. We can sometimes. Not knowing, not knowing that. And and this is what I'll say, not necessarily selfish, but, you know, again, we don't have a blueprint. So you're doing it the best that you can. And it might be a result of you doing what you feel is right or you doing what uh, suits you. Right. Cause you're the parent, and so you know <laughs> that's that might be what it boils down to, and you know, the, of course, depending on the situation, depending on uh, what we're talking about, it may be warranted. And here's why I ask that
0: question because in 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 our walk, I think sometimes that I look at it from a selfish side. Well, I come where I'm coming from it where in my days and well, I would do this, and right. this is how I think this should happen when, one, I'm a male, and I'm raising young, young ladies. Right. And two, it's a totally different time. So for me, in my parenting style, sometimes I have to back up and try to hear what the girls are saying. And once I hear what they're saying, then I could somewhat process it different from not so much of out of my lens, but trying to put myself in the shoes of a, you know, 13 year old middle school kid. When it's already an awkward space, how to take the things that I know now and be able to compartmentalize them and break them down to have the conversation to where she understands and not only doing that without getting my emotions and I getting mean, getting myself the emotions working are okay it, because it. we're
1: parents and you love your child and so there's certain things you know the the, the emotion of joy happiness anger sadness, uh, I'm talking about that know, passion like like yeah having them passionate discussion. yeah well you know you have to I mean uh, like let's look for example something that we you know hear all the time here with our kids is electronics. And they know yeah. that I don't like it. I don't like it when they're on it all the time. To be honest, you ain't even want them to have it for a long Fox. time. I, want so, it. I want to, hey, hey, Whenever y'all me, go to it school, was you like, get a phone. No, for me though, I was like, I need to know if something happens, especially with everything. We're we still in the world. So stuff happens and I need them to be able to contact us. Yeah. Give them the little quick call no, that's Call,
0: no, call the watches, you know.
1: That's <laughs> why it was important for me that they had them but just the, the fact that they're consistently in, on It's like, oh my gosh, let this phone go So, you know, we'll say stuff like well, When we was your age, we ain't had no right. phone and we'd come home from school and go outside and play And they're just like, yeah, but um that was a long time ago That's like, cool. yeah right. that you say that Because
0: the same things that we're saying They used to say, well, we had to walk 5, right. 10 miles to school And this that the 30 We were like,
1: man, I ain't done that out. I don't have to walk <laughs> Yeah, so that's to show you how times have progressed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Definitely. And so
1: we can't think, you know, and, and hold them to that standard or at the expectation of, you know, what we were when we were their age. It's like you said, now that things have changed and it's like, okay, let's put ourselves in, try our best anyway. Yeah. To understand. To understand but then on the flip side of that, too, understanding that God has given us an assignment. Right. And our assignment is to be a parent. Right. And so while we do need to understand, we still have to discipline. We still have to lay the foundation so that we can do what God has called us to do and 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 raise them up in the way that they should go so that when they get older, they don't depart from it.
0: Clear. Clear. Very clear on that. Very, very focused on that, to be very honest. And I really do I'm glad that you said that part because nowadays it's really tough uh, to raise young kids with now, back in the days you would look at it, you had the opportunities to where one parent was able to work, one parent was able to stay home and Mm -hmm. see how everything's going then. The parents sit down. They have an asthma check, and they could figure out what's um, what's going on. But nowadays, it's not that our lives are so fast. It's different. And what for me? What are some of the things that we did right that we could help other people look at how we were able to change things around and be in our daughter's lives in a real way throughout this whole whole journey. Especially with school and the daycare and all of that there, because we were very blessed and had a real unique situation to where our girls didn't really do daycare and things like that.
1: Well, when I was pregnant with our oldest, I prayed and I asked God, I said, Lord, you know, I am I am not in a I was not in a city or state close to my family. I didn't know anyone like that. I'm like, I don't want to take my child to no daycare. I need, I'm like, Lord, I need you to help me. I need you to show me what can I do to generate income in our home to where that I can still be around and be here for my baby. And so that was really literally a prayer for me. And God opened up the door to where I was able to work online. Yeah. And I, and I had never done that before. wasn't familiar with it, but it was the door that was open for me that I wound up doing for many years thereafter. And so that was a blessing within itself. And it's just it really has been. I mean, while our situation was unique, we were a military family. Right. So, you know, that was that adds on to the uniqueness all by itself. And and having the mindset to say, okay, God, like how do how are we going to go about doing this? Because we're a military family, we're moving every couple of years. I don't want to keep taking my kids here and then they have to change there and go to this school and they have to change that school. I didn't want our children to have to deal with that. That was that was an intentional my, my intentional request from God that I can say that he answered, because that was for me, that was my heart. He knew that he knew that I didn't want them to just be in anybody's hands. That was important to me. Whenever they did go, it would, (laughs) our oldest is very social. (laughs) She loves people, she loves to be around them, especially from a young age, from a baby. And so it was important that we would just have time for her to go somewhere to just play with other kids, to socialize. You know, and that wasn't until what, about three or four years old. So even then it was like, okay, let's see what type of, you know, we'll maybe let her go for two hours on a Tuesday or an hour on a Wednesday and just to get out and be around other kids. But for the most part, it was more
0: like play date. type. Yeah, And that's exactly (laughs) what
1: it was. More like, you know, meeting other people with, you know, kids her age and letting them play. (laughs) But, yeah, for the most part, it was truly a prayer journey, just asking God to help us because I knew that I didn't want them to um, be. You know, just here and there and, and everywhere with different babysitters and daycares and that thing. And, you know, I didn't want them to. And thank God that you got out when you did, because right. they mm. were still young enough to where they had only been. Now, granted, they had been to, you know, she had been to a couple of schools. But the, by the, the time you. The pivotal years, the right, pivotal times. Exactly. Then and by the time stable. you. Was able to retire, it was like, okay, now she's really kind of kicking off the elementary school, second, third, fourth, fifth grade type thing. Right. But it was nobody but God, to answer your question. It was nobody but God that I feel like allowed us to live the life that we have lived with being very present mm. in, in their life. And here's, the way that I look at it now, and and we, of
0: course it was God, but the highest level of faith is planning. I heard that the other yeah. day. The highest Preparation. level of faith is planning preparation and then on the back end of that is executing right so understanding like this is what what the request is god help us with this
1: i mean if you think about it though prior to me even getting the online um job that i was doing i was still flying and guess what we still Facts. made it work yeah. I was like, okay, you coming in, I'm leaving. Yeah, And I'm coming in and you leaving. Like, yeah, we made girls. that work. We had to figure that out to where we could still work and do what we needed to do. I was a flight attendant, and so I could go fly a standby or stand, uh, you know, a red-eye and come back in, go leave at 10 o'clock at night and come back in at 5 o'clock in the morning and work all night, and, you know, you could be home. And yeah. so that way we still were able to kind of manage that time with making sure we're not really getting our kids enrolled in anybody's daycare so we've we managed to make it work like we definitely did the work now that was yeah. tough you yeah. know yeah. to go fly all night and then come home to a newborn but guess right. what i did it we made it work and so you have to and that was a sacrifice and so you gotta look at all of that you gotta weigh all of that out too you know there's sacrifices that will have to be made you know do, will we have wanted to do it that way did i want to fly like that no but I did what I had to do so that I can get back to my baby.
0: Exactly. And I, I think that's a lot of times you have to sit down as 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 parents and make those hard decisions. And and really, even if you're not with the 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 other person, I think that's that's where like whenever you were just talking about it, like planning is critical. Yeah. And if you have a situation where you can't communicate and you can't plan, then that is transferred down to the child.
1: Oh, it's no doubt.
0: And that's that's a piece nowadays that is that is really critical Because people people don't like to commu I won't say that. God forgive me. Let me roll that back. Communication is a skill.
1: We done talked about that. That people, you know <laughs> like for real. And it has to be on all levels. Absolutely. Absolutely. Communication and and stand on that though. We're talking about the parents, but as a as a parent, we have to be able to communicate to our children Mm. and understand that (laughs) they are human beings as well. I don't care how young or old they are. They are still people. We have to make sure parents that we are respectful, that we, we can't say you better respect me, but then you, you degrade them and you show them no respect. Even if it is a child, that's that that child is still a person that has feelings and that, we'll learn from your behavior. So we got to make sure that we are still communicating (laughs) with (laughs) our children. Even when your child might, you can tell they don't want to communicate with you, but you have to be the one to love on them even more and say, no, we're going to talk about this thing, you know? Yeah. Like we got to make sure that we are intentional about keeping those lines of communication because at the end of the day, our babies need us. They do. And, and and I'm glad that you said that because here, here's one
0: thing that, I see, and it drives me up the wall. That boy is bad. That child is this. Or the kid go to school
1: and start cussing. But you cussing out. You cussing the the out. You cussing them out. (laughs) Right, <laughs> and wondering why they're doing it So
0: that baby is only reflecting What you giving him And what
1: you're speaking over them mm. The words that you're speaking you There's me? so much power in what we have So much power in the Sheesh. words That we say You planting it in them yeah.
0: So don't be mad when it grows Absolutely Don't be mad when it bear the fruit that you don't put in it Yep. Because that's what they do That's the seed <laughs> that, that you've sown to.
1: Yeah yeah, no doubt. Yeah. that's the seed that you sown, and so you got to make sure that you are do do this. Cause I and I and I'll be honest. You know, we say that, but my thing is, is is just the golden rule. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. <laughs> Keep your mouth closed. If you gotta, if you gotta and step hard away, when
0: it's your baby, it's, hard when it's your child. But if you
1: gotta step away for a second, be like, you know what? Let me get myself together. <laughs> yeah. Let me close my mouth and let me walk Ooh. away. And we are gonna come back to this. Then do yeah. that.
0: Yeah, you yeah. got
1: to do that, and, and I believe a lot of that stuff is generational too, though, because they cursing at their child because they was cursed that when they was a it child, and, and the cycle goes on and on and on. So you got to make some decisions to say, is this going to carry on? Is this is this what we going to keep doing? Right. Because right. you don't just because you got cussed at as a, as a baby don't mean you got to cuss your child out as a baby. Uh, better yet, how
0: does this benefit or help our legacy right. down the road?
1: How how do what
0: I'm doing now and teaching now and in planning and, and and giving them now?
1: How is that gonna help our legacy down the road? But everybody ain't thinking about no legacy though. You're right. Let's let's just be real. Everybody don't their mindset isn't in the space. How is it gonna help to, this kid down the road? But they are not thinking about that and and and. You know, at the end of the day, if you're already challenging struggling with trying to keep a roof over your head mm. and keep food in the house and you're going to a job that you hate every day and, you know, so you got a whole, so whole bunch of extenuating factors, you trying to make it day-to-day. I get it.
0: Yes, yes. Let yes, alone talking yeah.
1: about leaving behind a legacy. So let's talk about that. Parenting from a
0: place of trauma. Parenting from a place of trauma. Because growing up back in the days, that's what it was. Yeah. A lot of it was parenting from a place of trauma. Like, grandmama, she beat everybody. Great-grandmama beat everybody. And don't say nothing. Don't ask me nothing. If I said it, you do it. That's you it. don't have a voice. Yeah. And then we, like, we've already talked about it. It's like, man... How do you tell me to have a voice now when you kept my voice you back when I was 10? constantly teen?
1: silenced me, constantly told me I couldn't say nothing.
0: You hear me? hmm So how do you do that? How do you deal with that? And that's, that's a place where you are hurt, and now it's transferring into my child. It's generational. Absolutely. Bloodline. You so gotta, there you has gotta... to be a point where you have to deal with God and be like, hey, Father, I need you to help me to break all the stuff that happened to me as a child yeah because I don't want to be responding to
1: my child from my ten year old dealing self. with my baby yeah and how I'm dealing with my child yeah 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 it's a matter of you know it's a matter of like you just said asking God deliverance you need to be delivered but then you also have to make some some intentional choices. You have to make some intentional choices to say like okay I'm not for the I'm not for to curse him out like that I'm not for to hit him like that I'm not for to do you have to make some intentional choices like you have to hold yourself accountable for your mm. behavior. Yeah. Is yeah. is that that's just the bottom line like you have to be able to say you know what I'm going to respect my kid. Like yep, I'm the mama and whatever they just did just ticked me off but like I'm still going I'm still going to respect my child. Like that's important to me. Yeah. You gotta make sure that you do because it's easy, it's easy to uh to attack and to jump on an innocent kid, right? Cause, that's it. cause they, they that's low hanging fruit. They that, can't really yeah, defend themselves. That's, you that's the parent. very easy. You the parent. That's easy. So it's harder though for you to kinda not react, but to actually respond and say, Okay, you was you was misbehaving in school, okay. What let me let me see what's really going on right. here. Billy, do I need to get you some help? <laughs> like let me see if we need to get let's, you let's, let's,
0: some counseling. We need like to do. we need to
1: figure out. You know, is it that the material is too easy for you and you are gifted, and you we need bored? to test you for like, that? Are you bored? <laughs> right. So you you know you falling back to take the time to figure out what's going on versus you know you wearing them out and whooping his tail every time. Oh, you got in trouble. That that's not going to solve. Right, I'm gonna tell you because I I'm the kid that you can whoop all day. Back
0: then, you could whoop me, and my whipping gonna last for about five, ten minutes, and I'm going back outside and play, and I'm back at, I'm back in business. <laughs> yeah, D- Whoopings meant
1: absolutely nothing to me, but my thing was take my music. Well, I mean, and I said that to say whatever form of dif- discipline that you implement, but m- my point is, is that. You got to instead of instead of that discipline, you you got to figure figure out out. what is it that's the root cause of this? What is it that's causing my child to behave this way? Right. Why are they doing this? And if you can get down to the root of it, then that way you can, you know, alleviate. Um, that problem versus like you just said, oh you just bad or oh you just stubborn or oh you just no 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 mm-hmm. let's not let's not put mm-hmm. no titles and names on them like that. Let's figure out okay, and or and then explain to them, okay baby you can't be like this because when you in that classroom you better learn. Right,
0: there's an so expectation. There's
1: an expectation <laughs> that that's what you're going to be doing while you're there. You had that conversation with them. Yeah. You know, being and so I think a lot of times parents kind of miss that where. The expectation is there, but it's never communicated, you know, and that's just one example. We're talking about school, but that could go across the board for many different things. When you're talking about a child, you got to let them know what what women, you know, we got to teach our young girls just about hygiene and, you know, okay, make sure that you're cleaning yourself good when you get in the tub and clean under your under your arms and making sure that you're cleaning your body good. And these type of things, you got to have those conversations teaching it these has babies because we have an expectation. It's like, I expect you to do it. Yeah. But then we got to really reel really it back in and be like, oh man, did I ever show You them? never showed them how to do it. You like, know? Did I, did I teach just them Just even steps, thinking about step, step, like, step, step, nah. Yeah, just thinking about, I thought about, I think this past summer, I was like, okay, y'all need to learn how to iron clothes. Because I would see, yeah. like, they, they would come down and always have these wrinkle stuff on and wrinkle pants and wrinkle shirts and I'm like, uh uh-uh, we're not doing that. And they were so used to either me ironing, ironing that for them or they just go, you know, they're around the house playing or they outside playing it, so it's no big deal but even those things that sometimes we got to think about it like, whoa, did I teach them this? Did I teach them that? Did I teach them Man. how to put on you know, deodorant correctly? Did I teach them? Because we say this stuff but we got to make sure and, and I'm sure for guys and, and young boys we got to make sure we pull, pull them to the side and say, hey, this is the right way that you do this.
0: Right, right, right. There's a way but this is the right way. This is what right looks like. And I think that a lot of times our expectations precedes our thought process. Have we showed them what right looks like?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We got to put, we got to put in, that's something that, you know, for any parents listening that I would challenge you to just say, make sure you kind of set, take that time to To put into your kid and just make sure you're teaching them things that we kind of take for granted, simple things. How do you cook? Well, here, let me show you how to make a grilled cheese sandwich. Let me show you how to scramble up some eggs. Let me show you how to make a hamburger. Teaching them those very just simple, basic, you know, or or if you're going to cook, let's read the instructions. Here, this is how you make rice. This is how you make pasta. You show them how to do it so that you're not like, oh, my child don't know how to cook. Well, why don't they? Did you teach them?
0: Right. Or even like nowadays... The mistakes that we made with money. Yeah, oh yeah. Now that is so critical. That is so critical To where it don't make
1: sense Well not even The mistakes though But just saying Okay when you get this ten dollars, Yeah or, or when you get Ten dollars Make sure you save At least one of those dollars Then put it up for you For later Come on Make sure you have A heart to give to others When you get stuff Make sure you're willing To give To donate here Or to give it something Come To on. the homeless man You see on the street Teaching them those Type of things And then That's not That's not talking About the bank that's, So when you that's actually that's just get just moving the, Past the yeah. trauma
0: Because you know what I'm saying If you moving Past the trauma then I'm learning to live in abundance.
1: I'm living in more than enough. You're teaching them how to sew, sew good Come seeds on. financially. Come on. And then you get to the bank account and it's, the, you know, now you really don't have checkbooks or checks like that, but now you need but to know, the, the how know to balance. what's in your account. Right. So when you go to the store to to make that purchase for those bag of chips or those new jeans that you're buying, okay, I know I got $20 in my account. The jeans are eighteen ninety nine. taxes, you got to make sure you teach them all of that. Taxes going to be this much, so I got just enough to get it. Or I don't have enough, I still need a dollar or two to make make this purchase so they're not swiping their card and they're getting declined you had to have those conversations though to teach them about that
0: yeah those 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 the hard ones and and we expect the kids to know that but we ain't we
1: ain't if we haven't them. taught it to them then they're not gonna know
0: yeah Mm-mm. yeah that's that's where 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 it's huge and i'm 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 in a point where my life now is like i can't be mad if i ain't showing exactly I can't be upset. I can't get to yelling. I can't get up all, all caught up into it. I can't do it. Did I teach them? That? My thing is, what did I do?
1: Yeah, to fix the situation.
0: What did I do? So if I didn't do nothing, then my expectations should be
1: absolutely nothing. Now, after you done show them. Now <laughs> they're not like, that's, that's you. shift. You know better that's You do better Right you better Like if I up. showed you Then now,
0: hey look here Yeah
1: Now you doing You freestyling Like no You need to be doing What we telling you to do We already done showed you This how you supposed to do it You know Let's go back Did you miss it on step two Right Or did you
0: miss it on step one You know Because you have four And the results Saying what we looking
1: for So let's Let's reverse engineer this thing. Let's look at it for real. And that's how I was with, you know, our girls for even just washing clothes. I'm like, y'all know, y'all know how to wash. Y'all been washing clothes for the past five years. So what's the problem? Why do I see a pile up in here? Right. Why is there so right. many clothes that needs to be clean? Like you supposed to be doing it. So it ain't about not knowing, but it's them <laughs> knowing it and implementing it's an it. It's execution phase. So, yeah. <laughs> so before you turn up, just make sure you've at least shown them what you're expecting them to do and know how to do. <laughs> And I I want
0: to go back to where I said I will put a, well, I wanted to put a pin in it and the transitioning phase because that's one that we're coming up on and making sure as parents that one we're not their friend we're their parent and I really want to drive for me that's
1: really important. Well, I think that once they get older, though, I definitely will be my girls' friends. Once they're once they're adults, absolutely. I, absolutely. I, I, my mom is my friend. My mom is my mom, but she's definitely my friend. I talk to her every day. That's my yeah, friend. But see, whoa, 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 whoa. It's that that progression. That's what I'm saying. Through them life, I'm through life, an adult. Through
0: them life's moves. So once
1: you once they become older and once they become an adult and they're and they're old enough and they're they have their own families and living their own lives, absolutely. Yeah, I would definitely I say, say that. that my,
0: yeah, yeah, I can say that, that at, at some point there's a point where the parent transition to a friend space my mm. thing is these like my 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 baby my best friend and putting the expectation on
1: the child no. to be a friend when that's not the design of what and the baby or is nor nor is it the season or time because you it, when you're when you talking about a baby the baby is a baby so that needs to be your child oh, you're a the child. caregiver and it well, even a child a child is you know a teenager is still a baby to me it's still a child a young person and so that still needs to be looked upon as such. And, you know, it's, it's, but it, you know, at the end of the day, everybody Ooh, can do it. There's a respect factor though. See, yeah, it definitely the, that's has the to be.
0: It that, has to that's, be. The, that's the key. The respect factor, the respect factor changes, right? Because there's a space where you should supersede the things that your, your parents have done. And that's when you talking to friendship and the respect factor change. Like I get that. Right. But I don't get it's it's nowhere in the world and, and some people do it, and that's that's cool for them and how they move. But it's nowhere in the world that I'm gonna be in a place where I'm out hanging out with my daughter in different uh even if I had a son, me and him at these different
1: spaces that we shouldn't be in. Well you don't go to the club anyway, so what are you I talking don't. about? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> and I if don't. For those who do, that's what they do. To let them live their life. i like rocking
1: with too many people. So. Yeah, I mean, if that's what they but do, if, like if, let if them live their
0: life. The thing I'm, I'm, I'm bringing that to the forefront because that is really a thing. And just
1: my reading and but seeing, for those people though, that for them, it, to it let them work. do exactly. Let them do what they do. It that that's the differences in people. Like that's, true. that's just not even your lifestyle anyway. So that's why you take issue with it. Uh, and that's why you have to be like, nah, that that just ain't for me. You know, I just
0: honestly, I think that there's a, a a place where a mentor and the the mentee. There's just places that those two can go together at, at, at some point, you know what I'm saying? And even at some point, the mentor got to step down and let the mentee run. All right. Yeah. So that's why I was saying that even even like after they leave, it's like I'm still dead.
1: Well, you're going to always do that, especially for girls. That's, <laughs> I love, I love that ain't going to never change. Yeah. yeah, so you just got to, everything in time, everything in this, in this due Facts. season, you know. But, but yeah, parenthood is definitely a challenge, but it's also a great blessing.
0: It's a blessing,
1: and I love it. So, you already know what we're about to do. We're about final to land this thoughts, thing. Final thoughts, final thoughts. Wow. Yes. I love this conversation. This was cool. This was good. My final thoughts, you know, I'll say this. One thing that that God has recently revealed to me is that we our kids did not ask to be here. And what I mean is that a lot of times we feel like, oh, we're doing so. I do this for you. I do that for you. The sacrifices that I make for you, while that all may be true, mm. that is not the child's fault. That right. is nothing for them to be accused of. Like They're like, okay, that's true, but I didn't ask for none of that. Right. And so we have to make sure as parents that we are not in a mindset of, oh, I do, I do, I do. No, you're doing what you're supposed to do. Mm. God blessed you with those kids or with that child, if you have one or if you have more than one. And so it's your responsibility to take care of that child. It's your responsibility to keep a roof over their head, to make sure they have food to eat, to meet those basic necessities. Now, anything else you do on top of that is your choice. So you can't then turn around and tell your child, well, I do this and I buy you this and I do. You don't have to do any of that. That's a choice that you're making. And you can't then turn it around and try to throw it up in your child's face. So I said all that to say, parents, just make sure. And you might, and you might do that from a good space of, oh my gosh, I want my kids to have the best, you know, oh my, I want my baby. I see something that that my kids, I was very guilty of that. I see something they like, oh, this shirt is cute. My baby will like that. Let me get it for her. Or, you know, just little knickknacks and trinkets. You're always thinking about your children. You, so it might be challenging to not do those extra things, but maybe it's beneficial if you step back and say, you know what, I don't have to do all of that to be a good parent. right? And so let me kind of retreat from that and just focus on those bare necessities and then have those times and those moments of, oh, this is an extra reward, you know, for you doing uh, X, Y, and Z. And instead of always feeling like you're doing and then getting upset when they, when they do something wrong and you're ready to now turn it around and say, I do this, I do that. Right.
0: You beating them over the head. You beating them
1: over the head with it. And so, you know, just putting those proper boundaries in place um, but at the end of the day, having grace on yourself, parents, because yes. again, it it, it you Eesh. know, parenthood does not come with a manual. It doesn't come with any type of instructions. Nah, so just have grace on yourself. Do the very best that you can. Try not to focus so much on what went wrong or right in your childhood and try to focus on just now being you the best into
0: my stuff. That's ah. listen, <laughs> just be
1: the best you that you can be for your child. Yeah. And let God lead you. He'll show you. He created both of y'all. So ultimately he knows God knows <laughs> what you all need. You know, he trusted you to be that person's that part, parent. That so, part. That part. God trusted yeah. you enough to allow
0: you To be responsible. To bring this person into the world and be responsible for them. Come on. Yeah. Come on. And that's, man, you you took words out my mouth. Give yourself some grace. Absolutely. Give yourself some grace. Please give yourself some grace. You know, you are not your parents. Right. (laughs) You're not your parents, and you don't have to be held captive to the mistakes that they made back then. Mm -hmm. What I will say is, Give yourself some grace in being able to breathe in those passionate moments. Yeah. Those moments where you live it and absolutely upset, being able to breathe in that moment, disconnect, and not say something that may hurt the responsible party that God bless you with.
1: You or them in the long run.
0: That yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because we get passionate and our lips get loose and we say things and those things have lasting effects on the relationship. And sometimes we don't even know it until later on in life because the child isn't able to communicate what happened because of fear.
1: Right. Express it. Yeah. So
0: my thing is give yourself some grace and breathe. And I think that everything is going to settle in. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But you already know, as always, peace, love, and blessing to you and yours. Everybody connected to y'all. Y'all be safe out there. All right. God bless.